Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. The must-have operating system in your heart is also called governing script. It's the voice with the strongest influence in your life. It will influence us, the way we behave, the way we live our lives. It's the most dominant voice in your heart. And it's the basis for, uh, for truth. Okay? And it's, the, the, it's going to be the final authority. Okay? When you are trying to decide on things, which one? The best way to do it Okay, is to have the mind of Christ in your mind, in your heart, so that you know how to evaluate, how to analyze, how to process things in the right way. Make the Word of God the final authority in your heart. That's the operating system that we all must have. Which one rules the heart? Your heart. Word of God, self, sinful nature, other people, the world, the devil, your feelings, culture, tradition. Which one? So friends, ladies and gentlemen, all eight could be present, but there must be one that you must assign as the key or the main Operating system, the main or the loudest, you must, you know, turn it up, the volume up. Remember, one day we are going to stand before God. Judgment day is coming. On that judgment, in that day, okay, the rules, the principles will not be in our terms. It's going to be, you know, based on His Holy Word. So, right now, you, you need to understand who's supreme, Okay, who is the most powerful one who will defeat all uh, uh, kings? And he's going to establish his eternal government. And he's the one, he's the righteous judge, and he's going to implement justice. He will serve justice. So you need to know his word. So you need to prioritize installing the right governing script in your heart. So Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 says, In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. See that? Philippians 2 5, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. So it goes on, who being in the very nature of God did not consider equality with. So this is about humility. This is about being a servant. This is so, you see, uh, this is the kind of mindset that I'm talking about. It's going to influence the way you behave, your character. You read that. Uh, Philippians chapter 2, beginning from verse 5 all the way to verse 11. You see, this is a reverse of, of what the world does. The, Jesus said in the world, you know, le- people are lording over someone else. But in the kingdom of God, you know, it's different. Hallelujah. So you just read that, okay? Philippians chapter 2, beginning from verse 5 to verse 11. So you understand uh, that uh, if you have the mind of Christ, you will do the same. 
okay, um, in relating with other people. You will consider others better than yourself. That's the mindset of Christ, <laughs> okay? If you think, if you're arrogant, you know, you think uh, you're better than God, you know better, you, you criticize the word of God, you, you're critical, you're judgmental to the Bible, I tell you, that is not the mindset of Christ. That is the mindset of the devil. <laughs> okay? That's the mindset of Satan. Satan hates God and Satan hates the word of God. Period. So if you're on the side of the devil, you will follow the devil. You will do just the same. You will hate God. You will hate the word of God. You will hate Christians. You will because, because the devil hates Christians. If you have the mind of Christ, if the right operating system is installed in you, you will love God. You will love Israel. You will bless them. You will, you will pray for God's people. That is the mindset of Christ. That is why a lot of people are confused. A lot of people are ignorant. A lot of people are easily deceived because they don't have a stable standpoint. No, they don't have it. They don't have foundation uh, you know, for a building. To, to withstand the storms and quakes, it must have a strong foundation. And this foundation is Jesus. He is the rock, according to the book of Peter. No, Peter is a small rock, yes, but Peter, in the book of Peter, he said that Jesus is the rock, okay? Where we can build our lives on and overcome. So the person who has the mind of Christ realizes that there's a lot of junk things or garbage that in the world, okay, that does not really matter and that they must be removed, right, from our minds because they, don't, they really don't belong and it's not going to make you productive in life, okay? You're just wasting time. Having the mind of Christ means that you understand or we understand God's plan in the world. Now, here's my question. Do you understand the plan of God in the world? If you understand the plan of God in the world, then, hmm, hallelujah, good. Okay, so if you, so, uh, if you have the mind of Christ, you know how the world started and how it will end. Okay, that's the mind of Christ because you know the scriptures. Okay, having the mind of Christ means Sharing God's plan, sharing God's purpose, God's perspective or God's viewpoint, God's solution. So when there is a problem, you will always lean. Your tendency, you will pick principles from the Bible because that's the mind of Christ in you. That's the operating system. Okay? So uh, having the mind of Christ means you'll base your resolution, your wisdom, in the, you know, your perspective in the Word of God. Okay? Perspective of Christ. The, the, again, the plan, the purpose, perspective of Christ. So it is something that all believers must have. Therefore, if you don't have it yet, start to install it now. How? How do I install the mind of Christ in my heart? So that's the question. Or how can I have the mind of Christ? Okay, number one. You must be born again first. You must be born again to receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who will impart to you the mind of Christ. You see, the mind of Christ is the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will enlighten you, will give you revelation concerning the Word of God that you hear and that you read, that you read. 
Okay, so when you read the Word of God, the one who will unfold the truth to you is the Holy Spirit. I tell you, the mind of Christ is the work of the Holy Spirit. That's why a lot of people, they read the Bible, but they don't ha- still they don't have the mind of Christ. They do not operate with the mind of Christ. You know why? Because they don't have the mind of Christ. You know why? Because they don't have the Holy Spirit. Period. Okay? Okay, I'm going to read to you the scripture. Actually, that's in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Okay? Where it vividly says that the Holy Spirit is the one who will open our hearts and minds to understand, to obtain the mind of Christ. But before that, number one, you must be born again first. I would like to give you an opportunity to give your life to Jesus. Because the truth, friends, is this. In order to have the mind of Christ, one must first come to the knowledge of the truth. Okay? You must understand the gospel first. You must hear the gospel. You must come to the saving faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? And then once you are saved by faith, by grace through faith, as a new believer, uh, you have to live your life under God's influence. Uh, you know, you, you need to find a Bible-believing church, etc. And uh, the Holy Spirit, you know, that is being deposited to you, will guide you and teach you into all truth. Okay? And by d- and that is what we call the mind of Christ. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. Thus, the believer who yields to the Spirit's leading will be transformed to the Christ, to Christ-likeness. So, this is what we call the mind of Christ. Christ-likeness. So, you think like the Lord Jesus Christ. You argue like the Lord Jesus Christ. You... You, you, you process things like the Lord Jesus Christ. That is the mindset of Christ. And, and a lot of people doesn't want that, doesn't agree with that. But I'm going to tell you, okay, the best operating system is the mindset of Christ. Okay, so Ephesians, let me read to you why you must be born again first before you can obtain the, the mindset of Christ. Ephesians chapter 1, 13 to 14 says, And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth. Okay? When you heard the message of truth. The gospel of your salvation. So you see salvation first. When you believe, okay, the moment that you believe, it says you were marked in Him with a seal. The promised Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance. Until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of His glory. So you see, when you believe, when you put you, when you place your, your, your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit, okay, will dwell in you. You will receive the Holy Spirit. Of course, baptism in the Holy Spirit is another thing. Some people try to you know, connect them as synonymous, being one. But here's the thing. Unless you're born again, you know, there is no Holy Spirit. So, basically, you need the Holy Spirit to live, to reside in your life, in your heart. Because He, the person, the Spirit of God, is the one who will cause you to understand he will impart to you the things that is of God 
that is from the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the one. So you must be born again first before you can have, you can run, you can play, before this mind of Christ become functional in you. So friends, if you have not surrendered your life to Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I tell you, we were born enemies of the cross. Because of sin of the first man and woman, and because they cannot pay for their sins, so the sin was passed down to the next generation, the next generation. That's why all have sinned. The Bible says all have sinned. No matter what, you, what religion you belong to, I tell you, it's not how you know it's not how you argue that you know how you believe that your religion is the right religion it's not that i tell you the issue is not your religion the issue is this we're all sinners we're all gonna die because of our sin because god is a holy god and he will not tolerate sin and so no one will live all will be judged, we all will be condemned to die, to, to be tormented in that place for the devil that was created for the devil and his angels. So if you want to join the devil and his angels, you want to be tormented forever and ever, it's up to you. But I'm giving you this opportunity to side on God, to leave sin, to repent from our sin. And to acknowledge Jesus as the person who became, who was sent to us. He became man, just like us. You know, to, to represent man in the cross. He became the sin offering, the perfect sacrifice. So that whoever believes in Jesus, their sins are forgiven also. Because Jesus paid the price. Okay, so it, it's what we call substitutionary death on the cross. Jesus died for someone else. Instead of us dying for our sins, we don't need to die for our sins. Somebody, Jesus, the, our, our Lord and Christ, you know, bore our sins. He took our sins. He took the punishment, our punishment to himself. He took it. So that we don't need to be punished anymore. So the only thing you need to do to be a benefactor of this uh, atoning sacrifice, okay, uh, that Jesus did, okay, is believe, is surrender. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to give your life to Jesus, if you want to receive eternal life. You need to acknowledge that you're a sinner. You have to confess you're a sinner. You cannot save yourself. And that Jesus died in the cross. He rose on the third day. He defeated sin and death. The transaction to pay for the sins of men okay, was done. Okay, fully paid. Okay, And that's why Jesus has and is authorized to save whomever he wants to save. 
Only Jesus has the authority to do that now. If you do not come to him, if you refuse him, you will not have life. But if you want to have eternal life, come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Okay? So, if you want to give your life to Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray with me. I'm going to lead you into a prayer. Okay? I will say a prayer and then follow after me. Okay? Make it a prayer from your heart. Okay? Say, Father in heaven, I pray in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Say, I believe that Jesus died in the cross to pay for my sins. And that he rose from the dead on the third day. I confess that I am a sinner and I cannot save myself. Forgive my sins and cleanse me with the blood of Jesus. Today, I entrust my life to Jesus as my personal Lord and only Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, friends, for you who prayed that prayer for the first time, and if you pray that prayer sincerely from the heart, welcome to the family of God. This is just the beginning. I, I do believe that uh, after the after saying that prayer, the prayer of salvation, you felt different now. The Bible says, those who are in Christ, they are new creation. The old is past. Behold, the new has come. Meaning to say, your past sinful life is not the thing that the Lord will look at. But, you know, when you stand on judgment day, He will see Jesus in you. That you are atoned for your sins are forgiven. You are covered by what Jesus paid for in the cross. And that's the good news, friends. We don't need to die for our sins anymore. Okay? That's why it's called grace. It is by grace through faith. It's favor. Okay? We don't deserve it. But you see, because God is love, you know, He offers us this favor, this salvation, free it's a gift salvation is a gift you see when you give a gift you don't tell the person you have to pay me every 15 days you know no it's a gift it's free and you have it by faith so friends we would like to encourage you to continue to walk with god walk with god okay you can contact us you ask you know you can and we will help you for free how you know we, we want we want to help you grow your faith it's very important okay that uh, you look for a bible believing church because not all churches believe in the bible the bible is not their final authority you see so you need to look for a church 
that steams the Word of God as the final authority. That's the operating system I'm talking about. That is the governing script. Governing script that must run your heart and your mind, friends. Very important. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davao on Facebook where we also stream our church service. Again, that's facebook.com slash mfcdvo. We hope to see you there. God bless. God bless.